Hello there. Welcome to another podcast on preventive health and safety. I'm Alan Dockery, and today I am wearing my veteran's shirt from the United States Air Force because today is Veterans Day, and I want to wish all of you out there that served a very happy Veterans Day. Thank you so much for your service. I know it was an honor for me to serve 12 years as an Air Force medic. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I'm sure that you feel honored too today that you did something really special for our country. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, especially for those of you veterans that saw battle and combat. You know, our hats are off to you. You kept us free. You kept us safe. And we really do appreciate it. No matter what war it is or whatever conflict it was, we appreciate what you did. And thank you so much. So today, again, we're going to be talking a little bit about some mindsets that children often get all the way up through uh, their teenage years and into early adulthood that can get them in a lot of trouble because they're unsafe. They can cause accidents, they can cause injuries, and they can cause death. So I want you to pay real close attention, please. And, and, And I know that you're a very conscientious parent or grandparent. I know you think a lot about your child's safety. But the trouble is, this world keeps putting out more and more wacky stuff that makes it more and more dangerous for our children to grow up and uh, and keep the risk of being injured or killed in an accident very, very high. So let's do what we can to try to keep up with some of the things that are going on and just always keep it in the back of our minds just how important it is to really look at safety items with our children. You know, when we were growing up, we did a bunch of unsafe things too. I mean, all, all, you know, we thought it was fun. We thought we were being cool. We thought, you know, it was just something to do to get a little excitement. I mean, how long can you play matchbox cars out in the backyard or swing on the swing set or ride your bicycle or, you know, play ball? We did it all the time, but there was always something that we could do that was a little bit more exciting. I know, uh, you know, excitement oftentimes gets you really going and you get to thinking about things and, and you get more and more excited and then you end up trying something that you shouldn't. I'll just give you an example. My dad and my brother and I were out in the yard one time. We had these penny firecrackers. You know, they weren't the real big ones, but just the little ones, but they still were firecrackers. And uh, we were throwing them in this bush and they'd go off and we'd laugh and have a good time. <laughs> but then we started goofing around saying, I wonder who can hold the firecracker the longest before they throw it. And, uh, you know, they didn't have too long fuses. And it wasn't that dangerous seemingly because we'd throw it very quickly. But uh, lo and behold, guess what? I won the contest. <laughs> but the trouble is the firecracker went off in my hand. Oh, it was a terrible thing. It uh, actually separated the last part of my finger on my throwing hand and uh, I held it up against my stomach because it was hurting so bad I ran in the house I had blood all over my shirt my mom thought I got shot (laughs) it was a very traumatic experience had to go to the emergency room and get a few stitches and bandaged up and all that stuff Uh, but I won (laughs) so that's how that's how we look at things and that's how young people look at things today I'll tell you something else I did, and oh my goodness, I hate to even mention this because I'm hoping there aren't any kids that are that that would be crazy enough to follow suit on this. But I had an old uh, bow and arrow, and it was, of course, it wasn't a compound bow like they have today. It was just a recurve. And uh, my brother and I go out, and we'd shoot into a bale of hay and and shoot at a target, stuff like that. And one day we got bored. We wanted to do something more exciting. 
So I shot the arrow up in the air, and then we watched it and watched it and watched it and watched it come down. We shot it up in the air again and watched it. And, and the idea was to try to see how close we could get it to land to us, which I know is really stupid, right? But that's how young people think. <laughs> Maybe it was just me, but we like to do dangerous things. We like to do exciting things. And uh, so the last time I did this, I shot it up in the air. My brother and I heard him lay down on the ground so we could watch it coming down as we were laying there staring up into the sky. Now, if you're driving, don't pull over. It does not have a really bad ending. But as I shot it up into the air, we hurry up and lay down. We totally lost it. We could not see it. The sun was shining in our eyes. We had no idea where it was, which direction it was coming. And we were just kind of laying there on the ground waiting for it to go. <laughs> and thank goodness it didn't really land very close to us. But it could have. It could have killed one of us. It could have put an eye out. It could have injured us. I mean, oh my goodness. After that feeling I had go through me, I never did that again, obviously. But th that's how we are. We're adventure seekers sometimes. We, we want to do things that are exciting. And young people are definitely like that. You know, they start off playing with things. And then, you know, fire. Fire is always a big one. We love to play with fire. I have no idea why, but... We're fascinated. I, I don't know if you ever did this when you were young. Maybe you're young now. And uh, I don't want to give you any ideas. But we used to get these magnifying glasses. And you can actually start fires with magnifying glasses. And we would do that. And we'd have so much fun. And then we'd go in the house and borrow. I didn't say steal. We'd borrow some matches out of mom's cabinet. And go out and we'd build a little fire here. And we'd sneak down to our little clubhouse that we had. And, you know, it was just a bunch of trees together and we kind of cleaned out the middle so it looked like a clubhouse and we'd start a little fire there and it was so fun but boy a lot of times things can get out of hand can't they with fires and a lot of fires have been started by children playing with them a lot of children have been hurt and injured and killed by playing with fire so there, there's danger involved and there's risk involved and but we feel like it's fun. Then the knives came out and we started playing with knives and we start whittling, you know, and, and trying to make homemade arrows and things like that. And then we'd start trying to throw it in a tree and you do that for a while. And then you, you get this game where you stand and you try to throw it and see how close you can get to your, the other person's foot. <laughs> I know these sound funny, right? But it, you probably did it when you were young. If you didn't, I'm glad <laughs> you were smarter than me. But uh, we used to do stuff like that all the time. Well, I'm just trying to get to get to you to think about the idea that as we grow up and its children grow up, they grow up with this attitude where they, they like excitement. They're not really afraid of getting hurt because they don't realize the consequences of some of the things that can happen. And it happens over and over again, just like riding bicycles, for example. You know, it's always fun to learn how to ride a bicycle, and then you can ride here and ride there. But what do we do then? Then we start doing other things. Well, the neighbor boy, he knows how to ride a willy. So we start popping willies. Remember that? Oh, boy, that was so fun. You learned to pop a willy, and you'd do that, and all the other ones go, Ooh, wow, that's neat. <laughs> and, you know, it's trying to impress the, the sweet, good-looking girl next door. Um, that wasn't me. That was my brother. But uh, we'd pop willies and ride them and have so much fun. And and then we ramps. Ramps were the big thing for us, boy. Uh, we lived and our backyard was kind of like a hill. And we'd build this nice ramp up. And between going up the ramp and then it actually going downhill, we was in the air for quite a while. We'd have some fun, boy. We wrecked all the time. We didn't really get hurt, but we could have. 
See, and that was back before the days we wore helmets. I mean, we never wore a helmet when we rode a bike back when I was growing up in the, uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you what decade it was, but back in the, in, in the fifties and sixties. And so, you know, it was just one of those things where again, you, you try to make things more exciting and children do that. It's natural. It happens, but we have to be aware of those things. We have to be able to educate our children that there's risk involved. And that's why we had a podcast not too long ago on really making safety a family thing and getting the children to understand what risk could be involved in some of the things they do. Sad part is a lot of these things have really serious consequences. Every year, about a hundred children get killed as a result of a bicycle accident and over 254,000 are injured. So, well, a hundred kids in the whole nation, that doesn't really sound that bad. Well, obviously it would be if it was a child of yours or a grandchild of yours or someone that you know. And not only that, that 250,000 injured, you got to remember, some of those injuries might just be a little bit of road rash or scraped knee or something like that, but some of them, they are. And I looked them up. A lot of times they have spinal injuries, they have brain injuries, they have fractures, they have internal injuries. So all kind, the whole gamut of injuries can take place in a child if they do something inappropriate on a bicycle and get into an accident. So it's something to really be aware of. Accidents happen. I know that, and it's a part of growing up as long as you're not doing anything too crazy. But the the more dangerous something is and the more exciting it is and you keep building that up and doing a little bit more, a little more, ramps get a little bit higher and a little bit longer, and, you know, you try to ride the willies as long as you can on the road. I mean, the more exciting and the more dangerous it is, the more likely that you're going to see an accident take place. So that's just something to remember. I mean, we got to think about our children and how they're growing up and the things that are inside them. Psychologists say that the adrenaline and dopamine rush that you get when you do something exciting. Now, think think about something that you really did that was super exciting, right? Just something that you really felt like it was really cool or really exciting for you to do. It might have been a little bit dangerous, but you did it. You, you just get that rush, and it, it just feels so cool, and then you want to do it again, obviously, and it's kind of addicting as well as a rush. So and children get these same things. I'll give you another example. You wouldn't believe some of the things that have happened with people following things on TikTok. And now I'm not... Preaching against TikTok, obviously, there's a lot of good things on there. But there are some people on there that are promoting things to do that are costing people their lives. There, for example, there was an 18-year-old child, an 18-year-old boy who was following this plan on TikTok, and he was fishtailing his truck. Well, somehow he lost total control of his truck. It went down over an embankment. It rolled over several times, and he ended up dying. Now, it was exciting. And now, why was he doing that? Because he had like 172,000 followers on TikTok. So he's trying to, he's trying to go viral because boy, when you go viral, that's it. I mean, you've hit it. And, and you have all these people subscribing and all these people looking at your TikTok video and you get, it just gets to the place where you get this adrenaline rush. And as soon as it's over, you're thinking about something else to do. This gentleman wasn't able to think about anything else to do. This 18-year-old with his whole life ahead of him died as a result of a car accident 
as a result of following uh, some sort of scheme or plan on TikTok. Then I think about another child that, that was found in the bathroom dead. So there's this game, and it's it's totally unbelievable, but there's this game where you actually gag yourself and or, or you know you you hold your hands on your throat and you you choke yourself until you actually pass out. Well, he took it a little bit too far, and by the time they found him, he was brain dead. What a tragedy! You see what I'm saying? All in the name of hey, he was. Hey, by the way, it's on video. They videoed it so he could be able to put it on TikTok and get lots and lots of subscribers and hope that his video would go viral. Another person was doing this Benadryl thing where they take Benadryl and they keep taking Benadryl until they 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 get really, really out of control and finally pass out. Well, this girl did it and she overdosed on it enough to where she actually died. It, 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 I, you would not believe the statistics that they have have of how many children have been injured and killed by stunts that they copy on TikTok, all because they want that rush. They want that excitement. They want that popularity. They want to see people subscribe to their TikTok account. We have lots of things to be concerned about as parents and grandparents, don't we? And thank goodness my youngest child's 35, but I do have some grandchildren. And there's more and more things coming out all the time. We've got to be so careful there, there, there are crazes going on all the time, and the the more you do them, the more popular you get, and the more fun you have, the more excitement, and the more you want to do it, and it's a deadly trap. So again, just something to be mindful of, and something to talk to your children about. And hey, let's talk about the risk of doing stuff like this. Can you imagine just keep you know cutting the oxygen off to your body and your brain until you actually pass out? You know, there's a good chance that you're not, you're going to deprive that oxygen enough to your brain where you're going to die. You just stop breathing and that's it. It's all over. And it's not worth the risk. But we know that. But we've got to convey that to them at well. One of the very, very first, uh, TikTok fatalities was that girl I just told you about, 15 year old girl who took that Benadryl and, uh, filmed herself hallucinating on Benadryl and finally, at the very end of the video, she just collapsed and she was pronounced dead. It's terrible, terrible tragedy. Now let's talk a little bit about automobiles. When you talk about cars, obviously you remember what it was like when we first started driving automobiles. It was very exciting, very fun. We had a good time. You learn how to drive and you get to go places and do things and, you know, wave to all your friends. Hey, look at me. I'm in a car. <laughs> but then all of a sudden we figured out that it was more exciting if you went faster. It was more exciting if you went faster and had music just blaring in your car. It was more exciting if you drove faster and it really take a lot of chances, weaving in and out of traffic, making sharp curves like they do on television. So you see what I'm saying there again? We're going back to that. How, how much can I get my car souped up? How, how cool can I get it to look? How cool can I look driving it? And it, it, so many children die in car accidents because of the fact that they're trying to impress somebody else. As a matter of fact, the statistics talk about the fact that 
young people, children, teenagers, you know, that are able to drive have a 44% chance higher risk of being killed in a car accident that they're driving if they have a passenger in the car with them. No, well, how do you figure that? Well, think about it a minute. Now, they're trying to impress somebody. They're trying to be cool. They're trying to show everybody how exciting life can be and how, how, how exciting they are and how cool they are. And so in trying to impress them, they do things that are more dangerous and more risky and end up getting an accident and perhaps killing them or their passenger. It's really, really sad. You know, they say that if, think about this now, that was one passenger. They say if there's multiple passengers, that figure doubles. 44% more likely to be in an accident if there's a passenger, and it doubles if you have more than one passenger. Perhaps they're messing around or talking back and forth and throwing things and hitting each other. Uh, there's all kinds of things that goes on, and you know how that is. We were young people one time, and, and, and some people just never escape it. And then you got to think about alcohol, and you got to think about other things that teenagers do in cars today, and that's why there is such a high rate of teenagers killed in car accidents. So basically what I'm trying to say is that whenever these young people get out and behind those cars, you've got to make sure that they understand what safety is all about. And it's better to be safe than to be cool. And they're not invincible. None of the teenagers that have gotten killed in car accidents thought when they went out in that car that they were going to die. None of them thought they were going to have a serious injury. No one, None of them thought that the passenger in the back seat or the passenger sitting beside them were going to get killed in that car accident. But they did. You see what I'm saying? You've got to understand that they need to understand what the risks are. They need to understand what could happen because they're trying to be cool. I would rather them grow up, have a long, successful life, being with the people they love than 15 minutes of being cool or an hour of impressing people or doing things all through their lifespan that are just getting more and more exciting, more and more dangerous in order to elevate their popularity. You know what the leading cause of death for one to four-year-old children is? Unintentional injuries. How about five to nine? unintentional injuries. How about 10 to 13? Guess. Yep. Unintentional injuries. How about the whole way up to 19? Unintentional injuries. It's a sad thing. Now, when I started this phase, which is preventive health and safety engagement, when I started this podcast on preventive health and safety, my main purpose is to create awareness that we need to be aware of these things. And we need to think about these things. And we need to realize that there is a reason why we should be concerned. I don't know about you, but if that's the leading cause of death in children, we have to really be thinking more about safety. Because none of you want to lose a child. And none of you want to lose a grandchild. It's a terrible, heart-wrenching event. And by the way, I know that from experience. I lost a child, not to an accident. But it, it was just as heartbreaking. And you don't want to have that feeling, I guarantee it. So do everything you can to spend some time with your children. And they're not going to want to hear it, obviously. They're, they, and it's going to 
It's going to take time. That's why, you know, I don't get into the parenting counseling. But I'll tell you this, the best possible thing you can do is always have that great relationship between you and your children. Because then they trust you. Then they feel like you're looking out for their best interest. And you don't just take a minute here or there to yell at them for something they're doing that's unsafe. You take the time to sit down and talk to them and explain to them why it's unsafe and show them the consequences of what their unsafe actions could lead to. I hope this has been helpful. Please share this with any parent or grandparent that you can that are concerned about their children and grandchildren. Because I'll tell you what, you know, you, you look at statistics like this and you think about these things. And sure enough, it's going to happen to somebody close to you or around you, not too far from you. Watch the local news. You'll find out it happens all the time. People trying to be cool, trying to impress somebody, feeling like they're invincible. And the next thing you know, they're gone. So remember. It's always worth it. An ounce of prevention is worth more than you can imagine. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Every time I do this, I want to call my kids up and say, Hey, how's the grandkids doing? Where are they at? What are they doing? Because it's so important to remember safety plays such a big role in their lives, whether they know it or not. Thank you for joining. Looking forward to talking to you again next week. And again, happy Veterans Day. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you.